It is time uh, to uh, mind your business, of course, uh, brought to you by the BEDC. That's uh, coming up right now. It's time to mind your business with Jamila Lodge and Shelly Thunder, brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. Yes, we have the real Jamila. (laughs) (laughs) Not just her voice on a recording. So she enjoyed her break. And then, of course, we took the the holiday last week. So we haven't chatted. Remember, on Remembrance Day. Yes, we haven't chatted in a good long while, you and I, Jamila. And, uh, of course, joining us on the phone today, our special guest is Kelly Francis, CEO of Performance Solutions. Kelly, welcome to the program. Why, thank you. Nice to be here. Hello, both of you. Hello, hello. It's good to hear you. It's been a long time, Kelly. I know. (laughs) I haven't even seen you in the far distance. I know. But you've been busy. I've been seeing your posts and everything on Facebook. And um, I think it's important to talk about HR and HR management. But before we get into all the questions I have for you, if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, Certainly. Well, um, I am an HR careerist. I'm a mom, um, a pet owner, and uh, a self-proclaimed workaholic. (laughs) Okay. um, And an entrepreneur. And an entrepreneur, yes. (laughs) Yes. So I've been in business now. We just started our 22nd year. Woo! That's awesome. Yes, which is quite, quite something. Um, And I'm blessed because I still am excited to come to work. That's so, you know, I get up, I'm still jazzed, I have a fantastic team, um, a group of amazing clients, and just, you know, like what I do every day. That's awesome. I mean, 22 years, that means you have seen some things, I'm sure have gone through some various iterations of your business, but what, what did you always want to be an entrepreneur? What made you decide to go down this road? You know, I think I was... I'm best described as an accidental entrepreneur. Okay. Um, I had been, as I said, I've been a career HR person, but I was working in consulting previously. And then through a series of events, um, the firm that I was with wanted us to sign non-compete agreements, which a lot of the consultants were not Bermudians, so they didn't have a problem. And I just, it just didn't make sense. I had some clients who were like, you know, oh, if you were on your own, we could use you more. And I just sort of started saying, well, what does more mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I had one client in particular who was so supportive, and they had a lobby that they weren't using. Uh, so I had a desk in front of the elevators, a phone and a computer. <laughs> I signed a lot of FedEx packages, but it was free. So that I was able to start with a lot of very low overhead. Okay. So it really just was one of those things. It was just the right time right support, um, and, you know, fingers crossed, probably toes crossed as well. uh, (laughs) Fingers and toes crossed. I I mean, I think it's interesting because yours is service-based, right? Mm -hmm. So when you talk about overhead, a lot of times when people are starting businesses, that is a real issue, right? Because you're trying to manage it so that you can maximize the amount of money that you can make so that you were able to start your business essentially like you said, in the front desk, receiving packages while working with clients um, is pretty awesome. It's pretty extraordinary. And 22 late years later, here you are. Yes, here we are. We just moved into a new office, which is lovely. So we're quite happy. But, um, but yeah, it is, it, it takes a lot. And, you know, it's so easy to underestimate the startup costs. Yes. Uh, it really is. There's so many hidden that, you know, on the surface, 
especially if you've sort of been employed somewhere and there's things that are seamless. Right, you know, that are taken care of for you, right? Yeah. Sure, you wouldn't <laughs> be aware of them. It. You right. do not realize the, the, the potential liabilities. And the infrastructure costs. If, Like you yeah. said, if you had to, you know, rent a space... Exactly. Brick and mortar, yep. Then all of those things that go along with that, you the know, power mm-hmm. and 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 the and heat, you know, heating and air conditioning and and servicing, and then the you know bathrooms, toilet paper. I mean, come on, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I stayed there for just over a year. Okay. Before I took the plunge and rented, um, you know, and it was the best thing I did. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this: When you did take that plunge, what was it that told you it was the right time? For which one to start? To to, to when to... you went out on your own. So when you decided to leave the space and actually rent your own space, what was the determining factor for you? Um, well, I guess there were a couple of things. I I started this knowing that I knew a lot more about spending money than I did making money. <laughs> so I, the first thing I invested in was an accountant. Okay. So, and I put myself on a salary. Mm, yes. So it wasn't like, you know, I'd be screaming and happily running down the streets when I had a good month and then sobbing when I had a bad one. Mm. You know, I had that consistency and I also had a voice of reason who knew what they were doing with money. So that I tell anybody, you mm. know, make sure that's one of your very first investments is to make sure someone know your strengths, know those areas where you are not the strength. Mm and firewall yourself against yourself. I tell people all the time, I'm really sure about what I don't know, but, yeah, I, yeah. but I know who exactly. to ask. Exactly, <laughs> and that is so invaluable. It really so, is. Mm. Um, after we'd gotten a year under my belt, you know, I was then able to say, okay, I can now, I'm above this threshold, and my accountant's like, you have this much that you could do towards rent. And there's also the scalable factor. With all the will in the world, there are only so many billable hours one person can do. That's sure. right. So mm-hmm. if I wanted to skate, to be able to not just be working on my own, having a job, and start building a business, I need more people doing the business with me. That's right. That's right. And so, in order to house them, you needed a yes, space. Yes. So and I'm, funny, funnily enough, back then you couldn't hire somebody if you didn't have a space for them. Now. Look where we are. I you know. Working remotely, the like they, they yeah. can work in their bathroom. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean, you said so many good things. Like the the things that we try our best to communicate to our our uh, would be and startup entrepreneurs. Like you know, getting an accountant, recognizing that this person is going to help you to be able to scale. Putting yourself on a salary like that is like key because yeah. so many because entre- you have to pay payroll tax, right, Jamila? <laughs> yes, that. And then so many entrepreneurs think you know it's just them yeah. so all of the money that the it's business theirs. earns is theirs yeah. <laughs> and then they're not keeping track and so they don't know what's the business expense versus yeah. what's the grocery bill so those yeah. are really some key things that I hope the listeners pick up just from your conversation now yeah. can you tell us a little bit about performance solutions and what your focus is and what you do certainly so we are human resource um, immigration management, HR advisory, all of those things, sort of with under the HR umbrella. But we provide the services for either businesses who don't have or need HR all day, every day, mm-hmm. but things still come up, so they use us um, on a part-time basis. Uh, we work with existing HR departments to help with those overflow projects and things. Or if they just want, it's a small company, and let's say they want to focus on the working relationships and have a neutral independent party deal with some of the 
more sticky matters mm. so that there's separation. Um, we do a lot of immigration for companies. We do payrolls and um, financial support, comp and ben support. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a lot of HR advisory work with companies, uh, managers and senior managers and sort of C-suite on detangling problems, understanding what they're trying to do business-wise and so that we can make sure that the talent resources match up. Right. You know, um, so those, so it really touches all aspects. We have a training arm. Um, we have a policy, you know, compliance section. Um, we, As I said, we have our immigration section. We have strategic planning um, and, you know, all of those things. The advisory crosses every industry okay. um, that we do. So it's, 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 a, it's, like I said, it's a great team, and we've been really fortunate. We have very, very loyal clients. Some of them have been with me since the beginning. Wow. Um, That's know, a testament to how well you do what you do, right? To how right? good a job yeah. you do, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I want to talk about, because I know a lot of times when, when startup entrepreneurs hear HR, they're like, it's just me and maybe one other person. Why would I need to invest in hiring someone to assist me? Um, but I do know that when they're ready to scale and they're looking for employees, that's one of the things that we always hear. Oh, it's hard to find good talent. It's hard. How do you do it? And, and that sort of thing. So can you talk a little bit about why HR should be important to small and medium-sized businesses and, and how kind of performance solutions meets those needs? Um, yes. So HR is one of those things where, it, when it's working wonderfully, it's, there's no issue. Right. You know, and a lot of smaller businesses, new startups, they tend to surround themselves with people they know, right? So you hire somebody, you, you rely on word of mouth, you, you know, so there's a connection, so there's a sense of security. Um, and when it's working well, it's working wonderfully, but all of a sudden something may not be working so well and it goes badly. So... That so that's one scenario we see a lot. The other is that you know you that you get caught into a everything becomes a case by case basis, mm. and so you have an alphabet of different scenarios and policies and things. That have, so it, what HR does is it cleans it all out. Um, it takes away any personal. You know, I'm so glad that you are. You know, cousin Joe's godson <laughs> right. and great, right. but here's your contract. This is this, and oh, I'm sorry you were late. Remember, we you signed off on the policy saying you're going to be in time. Right. So it cleans out, it depersonalizes things, and it lets it also creates consistency, fairness, um, and all of those things. And it's better to have it in place ahead of growing because then you're not playing catch up. Right. And so from my standpoint, because we talked about overhead, we mentioned overhead early. And so, of course, you know, we're like, yeah, you need an HR professional, you need an accountant and all that good stuff. But I'm sure the the entrepreneurs think in dollar signs. So for me, I guess I would advise them, you hire out or get the support or help that you need when you need it. So in in an instance, like with with your company, with Performance Solutions, what you said about contracts and having sort of policies in place, are you in a position to kind of come in and out as the the business owner may need? Is that an option or do they have to? That's exactly what we do with many of our businesses. We 
um, we have like uh, what we call a starter pack. So you have, you know, your HR manual, you have your standard contract, you have your application recruitment background checking process, um, and then you have your probation review. You have sort of this starter bundle, um, and we work. You know, we have uh, flat fees for based for type of industry and you know company size mm-hmm. because starting out is hard yes it is. and you know you are watching everything and then we don't do monthly minimums or retainers literally i have i went through i think a five-year period where i had a client who used me once a year we didn't speak in between yeah we didn't anything it was like okay i'm ready did you know did the little thing they needed done then off they went again so if you were, if you had a tight bundle of dollars, I would say I, my recommendation would be invest more on the accounting and get the baseline of HR and have a healthy respect for what you don't know, right? So that you know when to uh, get when to raise your hand. I like that. Have a healthy respect for what you don't know. Yeah. Um, that's that's good advice, and that you have these kind of starter packs and kits. I think is brilliant because mm-hmm. a lot of times what what these um, new business owners need are the same things. Like I need an employment handbook. I need a contract. Um, We always get um, emails to BDC requesting, do you have a draft employee agreement or something like that? Right. Um, And of course, you know, there's always Google university, right? So, (laughs) you know, you're downloading that, but I would think that it may or may not be applicable to Bermuda law. And that's that's where, yeah. Yeah. So, So that's something that you, I guess you would be able to do, you can say, well, this is what you need to be compliant and then um, make adjustments as, as needed, I guess. Yes. That's exactly what we do um, with clients. We've, you know, there's been this, you know, the one thing that COVID did was explode the entrepreneurial creative Mm -hmm. um, strengths that we have on this Island. And, you know, a lot of folks have taken, taken that very courageous step so we out of necessity in some instances, yes, right? Exactly, out of necessity. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we do to that. We um, say, okay, based on this type of business and you know where you're going with it, you know this this is straw man, right? And then we help flush it out to the point that they need it with the scalability built in, so that, like I said, you know when it's clean, right? It's clean. They are. They have the confidence that they are compliant. Um, that they, you know, they're, it's funny, I've seen RFPs and things now for certain things that want to know that is your business in order? Is yes. Your tidy? Yes, that's uh, right. So it, it's important. So the, I, you brought up COVID and that's one thing I wanted to ask you too. Like, what are some of the things that you have been seeing that business owners are asking for during this time? Cause yeah, there's a boom. People are like, yeah, I got to figure out something, how to take this popcorn selling to the next level, <laughs> if you will. But what are some of the things as it relates to HR, maybe even immigration that you've seen do- over these last year, I guess? Um, I'd say it's been there's, there's no, there's several themes. I can't say there's any one. Okay. I think for established businesses, there was, you know, shock. Um, there was heartbreak. I got a, can you draft layoff letters? Mm. Can you do that? Better, yeah. You know, and, you know, figuring out what can I still, can I afford to keep the, pay, the health insurance going? There was a lot of how do we navigate this and protect the team that we had? Mm. You know, because people were blindsided. Yeah. So then from there was, okay, you've been blindsided and your budget plans were decimated f- for this year. 
what are you going to do for next year to firewall yourself? So build in if there's another surge, if there's another lockdown. Mm -hmm. Build in those contingencies and articulate them so everybody knows what might or might happen. Because there was just a lot of figuring it out. Yeah, like on the last year. Exactly, because it's like, how do? What do you do when now everything's shut down and you have this full complement of staff that are dependent on you? And it's you know we've gotten uh, questions around you know do I have to pay this person's benefits when they can't come to work because maybe they have been diagnosed as having COVID, so Mm -hmm. it's not like they can come, even though they may want to. Like, what is my responsibility legal wise and all of that? And so um, I would imagine that you were getting those requests we've all the time. Many, we've done many, many um, iterations of policies. You know, as the landscape was evolving, you know, the policies were evolving and continue to. Because um, now there's, you know, it's like, okay, everybody's had this opportunity to go down this path. Everybody, some people can't, some people won't. Mm-hmm. How do we still have a united team with these very divisive potentially destructive um, external variables That's that are right. now inside the workplace. That's and right. how do we manage all that and still keep people engaged? How do we remember that we genuinely all like each other when we've been working remotely? For right. We haven't mm-hmm. seen months. each other. Exactly. So <laughs> and I don't know how long. Yeah. yeah. The complexities are fascinating. Wow. You know, they really are. The, the folks who had very traditional workplaces, you know, if you weren't if they couldn't see you they you were not working that's right that band-aid got ripped off oh my <laughs> one goodness. time they one, were like wait a minute what with a quickness <laughs> you mean they can't come in mm-hmm. but they're still gonna work yeah um, exactly that, yeah that yeah. was that was very hard and i'm sure some businesses were struggling with of course you know computer logons give you you know times when when your staff is you know mm-hmm. engaged mm-hmm. or not but but even still you know i'm sure you had some that were like well, how do I know they're doing their work at right. home? Mm-hmm. You know, and, right. and, and that type of thing to deal with too, with people who are just like, uh, well, what can we set up so that people can't skive off? Right. right. You know, not everyone is honest right. <laughs> about, not everyone loves their job and right. says, right. okay, I'm logged in, but um, I'm watching YouTube on the other <laughs> yeah. monitor. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But there's tied to that because we will always get that yeah. sure. 5, 5% who's doing that. But the other thing was, People's personal lives suddenly had a seat at the table. They did, right. yeah. They did. You know, you had moms mothers, with kids, fathers, teachers, right. yeah. Suddenly saying, you know, listen, I'm going to be working between 6 a.m. and 8, and then you won't hear from me again until 10. That's right. Then I'll be out, and then I'll be logging back. You know, all sure. of a sudden, you, people, yeah, they, personal lives are front and center. There are. I mean, when, when your kid is at home with you, right? Yeah. And yeah. you're tr- doing the remote learning and all of that too, you yeah. definitely have to take that into consideration. Yeah. And so that's something else, you know, where, you know, other than wishing somebody um, a good vacation or a happy birthday or maybe a, a condolence, you know, you employees really didn't get that deep into people's personal lives. That's sure. right. Mm-hmm. That's um, right. You know, so all those things, have upended the landscape for employers. Mm, I can imagine. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we've all had to make the adjustment, but on on the positive note, I think it also allowed employers to see that 
oh, they don't have to physically be here. The work can still get done. The work done. can still get done, yeah. Um, and yeah. maybe even more so because, exactly. you know, not if, if people are in their own space, they, they're at the computer when they need to be at the computer and they're still meeting their deliverables. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, it's just taught us that, oh, it can be done differently. It doesn't have to be the way it's always been done traditionally. Mm-hmm. And I think for sure that's definitely what COVID has taught us. In my organization, sure. I can say for sure. Um, So one of the other things that we always hear is around immigration, right? Um, Because uh, talent, I think, is one of the key elements to how businesses can scale and grow. There's always an issue with finding the right talent and good talent in Bermuda. Do you experience that and how do you address that, right? Because we always want to encourage hiring Bermudians, hiring local talent. But I hear time and time again, business owners say, well, no one was here that I could find Mm -hmm. that could meet my requirements of what I needed. And then you have to bring in work permits and all that kind of stuff. So what has been your experience with that and how do you assist with that? Um. We've probably, as I said, 22 years, we've seen pretty much every mm-hmm. immigration scenario that's come through. Um, and I would have to say, overwhelmingly, companies genuinely would love to hire local. It's faster, yeah. it's cheaper, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it's, it's more stable. So, but there are two big issues. One is quantities, you know, just numbers of available talent. Um, you know, if you have somebody, depending on your industry, who is good and local and not needing a work permit, um, you, people try to keep them. That's right. <laughs> so you know, if they're if they're if they're good, they're not going to move. They're not necessarily moving as frequently as other companies are hiring. Right. So there is, or there's just a genuine gen, genuine shortfall in a particular area. So there is that. There are companies whose jobs are hard. Or they or, or they're specialized. Yeah, skill levels. And all that's right. And you know that's where you know all of the urban legends of oh Bermudians don't want to do this come you know come from mm-hmm. um, because everybody's got a horror story and they get shared. You know the person oh I had you know my pot washer quit after an hour and a half. They walked right off the the, the um, walked out of the shed. kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they walked out of the kitchen. Or, you know, they were hired, they came in for three days, and then they called in sick for four. Yep. Um, you know, there's, so you get you get all of this anecdotal stuff that feeds the perception mm-hmm. that... You can't you know, find good talent locally. You can't find good talent. Right. So it's more the numbers, it's more... I mean, I've had some great jobs, and I'm like, wow, this is going to be a fantastic opportunity. And I don't get the applicants. Hmm. So Why is that, Kelly? Is it that they don't know that it's there or they think they can't is, get it? or I don't know. It's on the Gazette. It's on the job board. Um, there's another site that I think pulls from either the, the job board or the Gazette and posts there. You know, there's people on LinkedIn. There's all sorts of ways to have it out there. But whether, again, people's experiences have had one bad experience and they don't mm, try again, mm. Um you know, I'd like to believe the ship is fit, turning slightly, but it's it is um, it's a hard one. There are certain positions, then there's the specialized right. positions, and that and the specialties aren't just in the corporate boardrooms. They it could be, you know, a, a level of craft or skill you need in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. It could be a level of craft or skill you need as you're erecting a building. Yeah, um, it's 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 not 
it's not just rarefied, mm. if that makes sense. Um, you know, but sometimes because of where we are and the opportunities that we have available to us, we we collectively as Bermudians may not have had the opportunity to gain that specialty. That's mm. right. You know, doesn't that's not aptitude, that's not ability, that's just exposure and opportunity. And there are some roles where the we've just not had that opportunity. Mm. So um so immigration is um a necessity. It is. Now, what's important, though, is, okay, let's, you know, one of the things that I will do is say, you know, we, this role, let, convince me that it can't be a Bermudian. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or, you know, and we have very frank conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, or I'll say, no, we can't, no, I can't get a work permit for that. Not happening, not, you know, there's no, there's no good valid reason. Um you know, and push back. Or, okay, if this is the role that must be now, what's going to be the understudy? Right, what is exactly. That, what is that opportunity going to look like? Or it is time, guys, to get a junior in. Right. Um, you know, and we have those conversations. That's awesome. You know, I mean, that's just, great. <laughs> you know, that's what we want to hear because like you're an you advocate said, then for yeah, sure. Yeah, so many advocate. people yep. feel like, oh, no, you know, this was this. um job description was written specifically for one individual and there's no way that they're gonna uh let people who are here locally who may want to do it um, aspire and have the opportunity to take Mm -hmm. on that role so to hear you say to to a potential client yeah Mm -hmm. no we're not doing that (laughs) but but we will do this um you know, the other thing is, you know, the government's been doing some fantastic things. We've been very, very lucky to partner with Workforce Development on um, Minister Hayward's initiative on getting um, college grads employed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and making sure they're sort of employment ready. And they've been work- working with them on, you know, coaching the kids on office etiquette, on yes. how to navigate different office things and you know making sure if they have that opportunity to get through the door that they keep it that's that they right. keep that job yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So i mean that types of initiatives are hugely important i think you're absolutely right because those are going to be the next people that you mm-hmm. know you're going to be hiring and looking mm-hmm. to hire mm-hmm. um i know in my organization we take on student on to- um interns all the time all the time it's necessary. and yeah mm-hmm. we see them placed out in in the 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 industry or when they reach out to us and say we want to come and work with you we're like yes Mm -hmm. so that you're working with government to support young people in this way i think it's important because we take for granted that they will have these experiences but if they have never had an opportunity to intern in a business Mm -hmm. or to enter there's just some things they just don't know right Mm -hmm. and mileage (laughs) is in any in any um job is necessary i call you know road miles are necessary in in whatever profession you've taken and oftentimes school you know general High school doesn't take into account, you know, how to live your life if you're not going on to college here. We've had shows about that. Yeah. Where young Evan Heiliger was talking about his business, about teaching people life skills. That's right. You know, and this is about teaching people work skills that even if they do have that undergraduate degree or even that higher degree, if they haven't been in the office environment, Kelly, then it's different. They yeah, it's they different. need a little input know. still yeah, exactly. to figure it out. They need practical yeah. time spent in real situations. I mean, you know, but it's. I think the re- people are in the community are re- realizing mm. you gotta get younger, get get to the kids younger and younger. Yes. Sure. My nephew is nine, and he wanted to be head boy of his of his school. Mm-hmm. He had to do a pitch. He had to have an initiative. He was going to carry through if he was um, 
you know, selected. Mm-hmm. He had to have an interview. Mm-hmm. And then he, and he had to make a presentation to his class. That is awesome. They're learning political yeah. science. Yes. Then. You know what that's I mean? Awesome. That's what they're learning. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. I know it is. I mean, more, more awesome that he got it. But yeah. Well um, done. <laughs> you know, that, that's, that's firing up that leadership. Bug. Yes, for mm-hmm. sure. For mm-hmm. sure. I mean, who knows? He might be the next, you know, startup entrepreneur um, looking to hire out other people. But those mm-hmm. those skills that you just mentioned that he's taken or experiencing at nine are the same things that we work with our entrepreneurs on. You know, we just had the rocket pitch competition where mm-hmm. they had to stand up and present their ideas and sure. tell people or tell investors why they should invest in their businesses. And so those skills are definitely uh, ones that they will see them through throughout their their lifetime. I have all these questions I didn't get to. Kelly, you're gonna have to come back. <laughs> We're gonna have to have Kelly on again because we oh, could I would love to. we could wax on philosophical I'm about a lot of you. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think it's really important. I mean. Um, Richard Branson, I saw him at a conference one day and he was like, you guys think I know anything? He was like, I'm only as good as the people that I hire. And then again, that's good leadership. It's good leadership. And I think it rings true. Like for anyone who's starting a business or who's considering entrepreneurship, you can only get so far by yourself. Sure. Yeah, it's it's so true. It's so true. You got to remember the piece that brought you into the business. That's right. And, and, And nurture that, grow that focus on your lane. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and, you know, nobody is running out around being everything. Sure. That's right. That's right. Well, Kelly, listen, we are almost at the bottom of the hour. I want to give you an opportunity to just remind people of the business, how they can reach you if they want more information. Um, and then, of course, to invite you back because oh. we have to finish this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to come back. Um, it's great talking to both of you ladies. And mm-hmm. it's important. You know, this is important stuff. Um we collectively have an, a vested interest in getting as many mm-hmm. entrepreneurs succeeding as we can. Sure. That's um, right. So if anything that I say or do helps, that's wonderful. Awesome. But um, my company name is Performance Solutions. We are on Parleyville Street, number 16, just behind the gas station. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, our phone number is 441-232-5270. And I'll talk to anybody. We have a 15-minute free um, policy. Okay, That's you right. know you're going to get some brilliant. calls, she right? Said, yeah. She said it. Y'all heard it, right? word. I did it. Our <laughs> favorite four-letter yeah. word. Now, you can make a minute, phone call. <laughs> minute 16, I'm like, okay, let me send you a client. <laughs> there you go. No, That's right. But, you know, but sometimes someone just needs a quick something. That's right. Sure. And, you know. It's like, just, is this legal? Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you so much again, Kelly. Um, she is online on Facebook. I've been loving your posts. Uh-huh. Um, again, follow her, folks. Instagram coach. Yes. Follow her. <laughs> I was like, I don't know about this stuff. <laughs> well, we uh, look. We got somebody for that. Look, yeah. I'll hook, hook you up with Michaela <laughs> Pyramid. Oh, yeah, she's very good. She is awesome. She, she is, is awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much again for joining us. And um, welcome. Hopefully, I don't know if you signed up, but um, we have our Woman in Entrepreneurship Day conference tomorrow. I know. Which starts at nine. It's I all know. day. So if you haven't, there's still time to register. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at that. I may have to pop in and out. Please do. Um, because yeah. so as long as you're registered once it, cause we are going to record it. So oh, you okay. will get access to the full, to um, all the input. Yeah, to, yeah. to all the information and okay. the lineup is great. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's a fantastic looking program. Yes. So, all right. Well, thank, thank you. you both. All right. Take here. So I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. All right, Thanks. Kelly. Bye. Take care. Take care. Bye.
Well, we've got like 10 questions left to talk to her about Listen, Jamila. I'm how, did we, how did that happen today? Well, because it's so it's so important and we always get these questions and mm. we don't pretend to be experts at BDC. Sure. We have, you know, our experiences. We've mm-hmm. seen this, but we always refer the questions out, right? Sure. Kelly has been one of our, um, you know, appreciated advisors, sure. if you will. Like, I'm always emailing her, would you mind talking? <laughs> and you heard her say she'll give you 15 minutes for free. So if you need to, you can call her 232-5270 um, or look her up on Facebook or Instagram at Performance Solutions. But she's been great. I know personally, I've worked with her on some of the programs that we offer and she's always a wealth of information and so you heard her 22 mm. years she knows what she's talking she about she sure does so. she sure does well we minded a whole lot of business we today did. jamila we, we really sure did. did and uh we're gonna do it again wow we're this is uh one more yeah for, one for, more this, for month. this month That's so right. um we will be here on thanksgiving day because we don't have a bank holiday for that day. no we don't so we will be here when you all's getting ready for turkey day i don't know if jamila will because she got to cook a turkey <laughs> but we'll be talking about some i'll be cooking a turkey but i'm still going to join you because i have some other exciting things to talk to about you about for, so next I wanna, for next okay. week yeah good stuff well it's always time to mind your business here at four o'clock on a thursday because if you don't mind your business we will All right. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Mind Your Business with BEDC. Bermuda Business starts here. Ocean 89.